Jessica Libor, and I am an artist, educator, and curator. If you're an artist who wants to create an amazing and fulfilling career in life, this podcast is for you. I'll be sharing inspiration that has worked for me and art world insights and tips. My goal for this podcast is to help you feel in control of your art career and empowered to be the best artist that you can be. I just can't wait to share with you how to access your artistic genius and start creating your best and most heartfelt, arresting, and deepest works that really cut to the soul of the viewer in the best way. And my heart for you is that after watching this training, you will be empowered with the tools and energetic inspiration to be able to make your best work you have ever made. Now, before I introduce myself, I do want to do a fun little exercise where you find out your genius archetype. So what I want you to do is take out your pen and paper, or you can like open up a new document if you're taking notes that way. And you can write down your response to each question that I ask. Um, it will either be um, A, B, or C. So when you are ready, let's find your genius archetype. So the first question is, what gets you excited about creating your work? When you create artwork, is it A, patrons and commissions giving you lots of money, B, creating something that the world has never seen before, or C, getting something emotional out of you and onto the canvas. So it may be all three of those things, but it could be one thing more than the others. Okay, and this is question number two. What is your strength as an artist? Is it working tirelessly many hours, applying your knowledge of other subjects to your arts? or being unafraid to be vulnerable in your work. And then number three is, what kind of subject matter do you like to create? A, orderly work that makes sense and reflects a divine perfection. B, work that is innovative or it has several meanings and mysteries. Or C, art that reflects your own personal journey through life. Okay, now, add up your results. If you had mostly A's, um, your genius archetype is Michelangelo. So Michelangelo derived his genius status from working tirelessly and devoting his life to mastering his art form. And he loved art that reflected strength and order, which you can certainly see from his work. And he was motivated by large commissions that paid the bills with some of the richest patrons of the time. So he was very well compensated. A spiritual person with deep faith, he loved making work that reflected a divine order. Okay, so we'll move on to the next one. So the next one, if you had mostly B, if you selected mostly Bs, then your genius archetype is Leonardo da Vinci. So Leonardo derived his genius status from cross-pollinating his art career with breakthrough innovations in math, architecture, and technological innovations. And he was interested in everything and his fascination with life bled through to everything he did. And as a result, he worked with the kings of the day. He literally, you know, the king invited him to live with him in France, which is like so amazing. It's basically like, you know, yeah, it's, it's like going to live with whoever the ruler of your country is. It's pretty cool. And um, yeah, he was interested in everything and he worked with the kings of the day. 
Um, and he loved experimenting with different ways to create work. And his paintings often had a sense of mystery and discovery to them. He was so fascinated with like innovation and making something new um, that sometimes it didn't work out as, as it happens with you know, inventors and people who like to experiment. But um, because of his bravery and his experimentation, we have you know, these gorgeous art forms and um, you know, all these new techniques, new at the time, but um, some of the most amazing artwork ever made. And of course, the Mona Lisa, which is like, you know, the eternal mysterious woman. Okay, and then if you had mostly C's, your genius archetype is Frida Kahlo. Now, Frida derived her genius status from fearlessly documenting her own personal journey in art, and her art was a catharsis for her suffering and joy, and her arresting self-portraits pull you in with their honesty and their intimacy. Because of the emotional nature of her paintings, she garnered acclaim all over the world because human emotions are universal. Yeah, her, her paintings are amazing in person. I believe, I'm not sure if it's a permanent collection, but I saw a collection of her work at the Brooklyn Museum of Art and it's, it is very arresting. And her paintings are smaller than you'd imagine. They're like, you know, uh, they're kind of like, they're even smaller than this right here. But um, because of the, emotionality she put into it it really bleeds onto the canvas and it really just pulls you in for sure um so yes she is amazing just a little bit of an introduction from me um my name is jessica libor and i am an artist painting mostly in oils but also in pastel and sometimes even video and installation and i have a classical based art education having gotten my master's degree at Pennsylvania Academy of the Fine Arts, one of the oldest art schools in America, founded in 1805. And I also studied for various lengths at the Florence Academy of Art in Florence, Italy, the Grand Central Atelier in New York, which teaches old master methods of painting and drawing. So it was an amazing experience and I'm so, so grateful for it. And I now teach art as a professor at a college in Philadelphia, as well as coach artists like you on how to create their highest and best career as an artist. And I'm also still painting passionately and creating several exhibits per year and exhibiting with galleries. And I curate shows through an online gallery started, Era Contemporary. And lastly, I'm the founder of the Visionary Artist Salon, which is an online art artist space for artists like you to learn through free trainings like this and a community Facebook group and private coaching. So I've been featured in Philadelphia Style, American Art Collector, Beautiful Bazaar, Create Magazine, and many more. And I do earn the bulk of my living from selling my paintings and drawings to collectors. So um, I think that that's important just to know um, for artists because <clears throat> A lot of artists, they don't hope to make the bulk of their income from their actual artwork. Like most artists have something else that provides the bulk of their income. And I've been very, very specific about trying to build my collector base so that, um, you know, I really have, I make most of my income from like painting sales. And I just wanted to let you know that that is possible. And, you know, it's something that you can do if you're very intentional about it. Um, and, you know, I plan on doing more trainings about that, but um, 
because that's not what this is about. This is about like the soul of your creativity, which is honestly just as important, if not more as important. But I just want to let you know that that's totally possible. And it all happened in the last six years since I graduated from school. And I say this not to discourage you, but to inspire you that your life can change dramatically once you decide to shift your perspective and really go for your goals. And it really is possible to live the life you dream of creatively. Um, but it wasn't always like this for me. And for a long time, I felt like I was really spinning my wheels and I was making art that no one noticed, especially for the first couple years, like three years out of art school, I just really felt very, very lost. Um, yeah, I just felt like I was really begging for external approval from the art world. I don't know if anybody can um, <laughs> um, understand. I'm sure you guys all understand that. You, you really wanna get picked for like this gallery show or you hope that somebody likes your work enough to like, please buy my work. You know, it's that like, um, that pick me attitude. And I really had it because you know, in art school, they really don't tell you that there could be another way or another attitude. It's kind of like you're thrown out there and, um, you know, you really just have no other option but to play the game. But after an inward transform transformative journey of worthiness and self-acceptance, I was able to shift my career um, pretty fast. And I realized that the art world was only mirroring my inner beliefs about myself and once I stepped into my own inherent worthiness and believing that my work was important and beautiful and worthy of you know, being shown and honored, then the opportunities and the successes started gaining momentum and my inner world started to match my outer experience, which is like the magic pill there. So it all starts inside. And after doing the heart-centered work, I began to see a dramatic up-level in sales of my art, opportunities, and creative ideas. And once I experienced how powerful this transformation was, I wanted to share it with other artists, which is why I created the Vision Visionary Artist Salon. So I wanted to create a place for artists of love and encouragement where they could move through any struggles or inner blocks, get beneath the surface of what's going on, and step authentically into the most vibrant and successful versions of themselves. So um, I created my signature course, which is the Artist Soul Mastery Academy from my own personal experiences as an artist and entrepreneur within the art world. And in it, I share how you can shift your paradigm dramatically in order to help you naturally get to the top of your game and make more money through your art and more creativity um, that really reflects your deepest creativity by embracing its true value and worth and have great opportunities coming to you. So at the end of this training, I'll let you know about two opportunities you have to work with me further. So stay tuned for the special offer. But for now, you can get out your pens and papers and let's dive into how to access your artistic genius. Okay, so do you feel that you are exceptionally intelligent and creative? If, if I were to... Um, if somebody was to say that to you, you are exceptionally talented and exceptionally creative. Um, do you feel that that describes you um, very, very well? Um, so if you have chosen to pursue art professionally, then deep down, even though it may be embarrassing to be like, like you don't wanna go out there into the world and be like, I think that I am exceptionally intelligent and creative. 
Um, but deep down, I feel like if you have chosen to pursue art professionally, you know that deep within you, the answer is actually yes. So in your heart of hearts, you know that you are intelligent, creative, and have visions that most people don't have. You know that you have brilliance inside of you, and even if you have your moments of doubt. And the trouble is that sometimes your genius gets covered up, just like a diamond lost in the dirt. And the metaphorical dirt can be your own self-doubt. So you kind of doubt that you know, you're, you have all these special ideas or you doubt that the ideas are special. Um, the dirt can be other people's criticisms of your work, which 90% of the time is caused by their own insecurities and they want to tear you down so that they feel better about themselves. Um, but you know, if it hurts you, if, if that lands on you, then um, that's going to be something that will cover up your, um, you know, your, your own confidence and your abilities. And um, something else can be your metaphorical dirt, having so many responsibilities in your life that you don't feel like you have the bandwidth to focus on your creativity or discouragement at having tried and failed before. So you don't want to like try again and try again and try again, because when you tried before, Maybe you like applied to a bunch of shows and you got rejected from all of them. And let's say it was like 10 different shows and, you know, you didn't get into any of them. And so you thought like, well, you know, maybe I, maybe I just don't have it. Maybe I am inherently not a good artist, or maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was, you know, because these external factors are like um, telling me so. So all these things can add up to to cover your genius so that eventually you forget that it's there or you don't take it seriously. I just want to, I want to do a little meditation with you guys. Okay. Cause I want you to start to feel your own genius. Okay. And, um, it's just basically, um, an imagination exercise. So you can just close your eyes now, just close your eyes and then listen to my voice and just take a deep breath. and let it out. And then just one more time. Okay, now repeat after me and um, you can repeat silently or you can say it out loud because you're on mute and nobody's gonna hear you. Um, so I am worthy. I accept myself exactly the way that I am. I am unlocking the genius inside me and I give it permission to show me everything creative that lies dormant inside. Okay, you can open your eyes. Okay, so now I, oh no, don't open your eyes yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so keep them closed. And we're going to, um, we're gonna just do an imagination exercise here. So I want you to imagine that you are walking into your art studio. Can you picture it? So you're walking up, up the steps or wherever you walk. And as you walk into the studio in this dream, as you open the door, 
you realize that this is not your normal studio where you create work. As you walk in, the space magically opens up into a much larger, much more open space. And on one side of the studio is a wall-to-ceiling wall windows, floor-to-ceiling windows, and the sunlight is illuminating the space in a really heavenly way. It's all white and bright. And as you walk in, you have this feeling that everything is right. You have no worries. And as you step in, you've left all your worries at the door and any practical concerns are just gone. And you know that this is a space that is a gift to you. It is yours to use and it is a special place where you can divinely create. You see one side of this space is a big canvas set up on an easel. And then you walk over feeling really excited and you see that you have everything you need to make a masterpiece all set out in these beautiful, neat little rows. The brushes, the paint, you know, everything is all lined up and ready to use. And your heart is so full of peace and a calm joy and so much gratitude for this opportunity. And then imagine that you take the paintbrush in your hand and you start to paint. And as you paint, you surrender to whatever is coming from your imagination. Your ideas just come pouring out of your mind and they flow from your brain, they flow from your heart and they flow down your arm and onto your fingertips and into your brush. And imagine this flow of energy, just like electricity from your mind flowing down this pathway and it lights up your brush like magic. And as you paint, you start to see your creation taking shape. And you are surprised that you have such, you've created such a strong and powerful piece, but you keep painting and allow this feeling of beautiful surrender and trust in your own abilities to overtake you. You are simply a channel for your genius to inhabit and flow through. Now, I want you to imagine finishing your piece in one sitting and then stepping back and smiling. You are not only happy with your piece, but you also know that it is a masterpiece. And in the seat of your soul, you know that this vision has been captured and will be of service to humanity because of its existence. You know it will elevate anyone who sees it. And you know that this happened because you surrendered to your genius and trusted yourself to let it flow through you. Okay, and now you can open your eyes. So the thing about the subconscious is that it has recorded everything you've ever experienced since you were a child. And what you want to do is really bring your subconscious to the surface. And that's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you five steps to unlock your creative genius. So now I'm going to give you the five steps to unlock your creative genius. But um, yeah. I hope that that gave you a little taste of what it will feel like to totally create from your genius, like trusting your imagination, trusting that flow of ideas to really come out of you. Um, so 
The thing about the subconscious is, is that it's recorded everything you've ever experienced since you were a child. So it's a vast palace in your mind and in your heart and in your body of knowledge and impressions and emotions and information that once you allow a channel to come through, you will be able to make art that is more heartfelt and more arresting and that has that indescribable factor. When you see great art, that pulls you in and it really makes you fascinated and it will give your art power. So our unconscious mind is um, you know, so much more powerful than we know. So if you allow it, it can make brilliant and unexpected connections between all this seemingly unrelated information that happens in your life, which is essentially what creativity is all about is making new connections. So um, step one is to practice surrendering when you go in to create, when you go to the studio to make your strongest work, you know, get into a really relaxed state and just surrender. So every time um, you go in there, make it a mantra um, to first say surrender. It just, it gives you this feeling that you, um, you're kind of letting go of that super tight control that you have to know every little thing that's going to happen in your piece. Um, because honestly, some of the most interesting things and the most powerful things happen because we, you know, we let our creativity flow without inhibition. And by over planning things and by holding tightly to control, then that can really stifle that feeling of that genius that we have inside of us. So um, yeah, just um, take a minute or two and um, just think, of, think about the word surrender before you create and say it as many times as you need to until you're truly in a state of surrender for your subconscious to come through. So number two is to just start even if you don't know what you are doing. So I want to read this quote where Picasso was explaining his creative process. He says, I don't have a clue. Ideas are simply starting points. I can rarely set them down as they come to mind. As soon as I start to work, other ideas well up in my pen. To know what you're going to draw, you have to begin drawing. When I find myself facing a blank page, there's always, going through my head. Um, there's always thoughts going through my head. What I capture in spite of myself interests me more than my own ideas. So I've definitely, definitely thought of this. Like I, I often get inspiration from my dreams because that's truly your subconscious mind. <laughs> I mean, on full visual display when, you, when you're thinking of your dreams, it's literally putting together creatively all these different scenarios from your, from your mind, from your whole life, um, from everything you are experiencing. And another tip is like, you can give your sleeping mind a task. So like you could write down in your journal, like I would really love to dream an idea tonight for like a piece and just go to bed with like that expectation. And that's giving your subconscious mind a task and it's putting it to work. So, you know, you might wake up with this like incredible vision or at least very interesting, you know, and it'll be very personal to you, which will give it a very raw kind of power, similar to um, Frida Kahlo, you know, her artwork is so powerful because it's so personal. Um, and I heard this great quote, I'm not sure who said it, but it said, um, the more personal something is, the more universal it is because 
um, when you paint about your very personal experiences, um, you know, people are able to very specifically connect with you or connect with your work because that's gonna connect with a certain genre of people extremely intensely. And that's really what you want. You wanna connect with people and uplift them. So um, so yeah, give your, give your subconscious mind a task to do every night. Okay, so uh, number three is to set daily goals for yourself. So even if it's very simple, like create for one hour a day, if you are more far along the path of being a professional artist, you could make your goal for the day even more aggressive, like painting for six hours a day. But the point is to get into the habit of actively creating. So all great artists, whether we are talking about Monet or Michelangelo, they were passionate creators who really put the time into their craft. And it is through their constant creativity of their craft that these artists were able to become virtuosos of what they did. And Michelangelo said, if you knew how much work went into it, you would not call it genius. So number four is to break through plateaus in your work by combining different elements from other parts of life. So if you are feeling stuck or you just want to breathe new life into your work, you can add a dash of genius by incorporating ideas, methods, or inspiration from other things in your life. So this can be another industry, a hobby you have, another culture, anything that you think would be interesting. So an example, just an, as an example, would be to incorporate another art form into your paintings. So let's say you also love ballet and you're feeling stuck in your painting. So you could learn more about ballet instead of art for a little bit and really immerse yourself in that and then come back to your painting with a different mindset. For instance, how could you approach painting each piece like you're choreographing, choreographing a dance like you could use different colors maybe. Maybe you could dance over your canvas. Maybe you could paint a dancer in motion. So you could use this approach by often saturating yourself in other industries or other interests so that the inspiration you have is fresh. Another example is like, let's say you love running. Um, you could, you could um, for instance, maybe if you use one of those apps and you know, it, you have that on the app, like the little squiggle that shows you like where you ran every day. Like maybe you could make a huge piece about like all the different squiggle shapes that you like ran, you know, um, just think, think of other interests and how they would correlate to your art. Okay, so you're not copying other painters. So you're painting something brand new and innovative because of your fresh take on it. Um, I'm a big fan of going to the museums as well and seeing how the masters did things. But if you only look at other people's art, sometimes um, you get stuck in one certain perspective. Whereas if you um, kind of think from the perspective of a different industry for a little bit, it'll come at painting from a very different way um, or, or creating. And it'll give you a really fresh and creative take on it. So number five is to keep company of people who challenge you and of those who make you aspire to be more. So Leonardo da Vinci, one of history's undisputed geniuses in art and innovation. So he was an, an apprentice for years in the studio of an accomplished artist before he struck out on his own. 
So it was there that he learned the techniques needed to become a master artist and where he also learned how to work with patrons and handle the business of being an artist. So the same thing happened with Michelangelo and also with Frida Kahlo all apprenticed with artists who kept them reaching for greatness in them and encouraged them to grow and strive upwards. And they really took them seriously. So I believe that every one of you has the capacity to think like an artistic genius. And by using these five methods, you can unlock your greatest creativity. Um, yes, so my goal for this training is to make you feel more in control of your creativity as an artist and not as like some elusive thing um, like so these are things you can do to cultivate it. And I don't want you to think of yourself as separate from the idea of genius. Cause I think we all have genius ideas inside of us. And it's just a state of being that is extraordinarily creative. And by harnessing the subconscious mind, it's possible for anyone. You can turn it on whenever you wish. So, um, in order to really spread your wings and keep the momentum going, I believe in a 12-step process to build your artistic genius, confidence, and voice into the world. And I will just, they're just one sentence each. I will go over them for you guys. Number one, I believe artists um, who want to spread their wings, they should take ownership. So that's releasing the pain of victimhood and start taking complete ownership over your life. So step into living the life, feeling like you are in charge. Number two is finding your soul's theme. So let go of trying to make work that appeals to everyone or in general, and really hone in on the subject that sets your soul on fire and gives you permission to focus just on that. And number three, having the courage to show your heart. So release any shame associated with making work that truly expresses who you are and steps more into a confident version of who you are by uncovering your heart in your work so that it will touch others. Um, I remember, like, it, it, I, I would, um, well, this happened to me, like, I would make, I would make artwork. Um, and I remember making a self portrait, and I didn't want to show it to anybody. And um, I felt that it was good. And I felt that it was like, powerful, but I felt like it was almost too personal. I didn't want to like show it um, anywhere. And somebody stopped by my studio, um, someone who was taking like a day class or something. And, uh, she saw it and she immediately bought it like right off the wall. And, you know, it had never been exhibited anywhere. And she just saw it and said, I want that. And, um, and I said, why? And she said, I just, just, it's just really fascinating to me. And it feels really like there's a presence there. And it's, it's, you know, I just really resonated with it. And to me, um, I had like painted all these things in the, in the painting that reflected where I was at in my life at the moment. And it felt so intensely personal. She picked up on that and it does take courage to really show your heart in your work. And, um, you know, but when you kind of get over that and you're able to just release that and just have no shame in who you are, then, um, you know, people are really going to resonate with your work more because they will see that heart and that humanity in your work. They'll see that it's not just a product. It's like, it's elevated, you know? That's, that's the reason why art is so powerful. It transcends the medium. It's no longer just like a canvas and paint. It's like an idea. So um, yeah, have the courage to show your heart.
Number four, give from abundance. So letting go of trying to get approval or accolades from anyone or any institution, it's flipping the switch in your mind to begin thinking in terms of all you have to give to the world in your art. And number five, innovating for the subconscious. So releasing perfectionism, which blocks the subconscious and that stuck feeling of working on pieces forever. Um, it's about moving into innovation and you know, trusting your creative impulses within you to create with freedom. Number six, finding your optimum studio schedule. So letting go of procrastination and moving into professional artist schedule, customize and optimize for your life and practice. And number seven, getting into flow. So releasing half-hearted attempts at making art and learning what creates the state of flow and capturing how it elevates your art, every art piece that you make and identifying with a new self. So letting go of your old identity as an artist from your past um, and moving to construct a detailed picture of who you want to be going into the future. Then you'll decide to start living as that new self in very specific ways. Um, this is like so fun. Um, I, I love doing this exercise of like imagining where I would like to be in three years, you know? Um, and, you know, what kind of studio does this version of me have? And what kind of work does she do? And um, what kind of subject matter does she paint? You know, what galleries does she show at? Um, where does she get her coffee in the morning? You know, all these very tiny specific things. So you write out a detailed picture and then you, um, you start by making these incremental changes. Like when you get up in the morning, imagining that you're already there and then like, let's say with the coffee thing, like you go and get the coffee at the place where you imagine yourself getting it in three years or like in the neighborhood that you imagine living in three years or whatever. Um, and then maybe you can't, maybe you want to be painting with like all Michael Harding paints, which are like so amazing, but they're so expensive. Um, so maybe you like get one of his paints so that you can start, you know, painting with that. So start to incorporate like the spirit of um, where you want to be so that, you know, when you, when, when you, you know, the time is going to pass anyway. So you want to start getting into the position of becoming that person you want to be. Okay. Number nine, focus. Release the limiting beliefs around a lack of focus and instead learn new positive thoughts to affirm your deep focus and work ethic. And um, yeah, affirmations are really great. Um, you know, some people do them like every morning and every night. Um, I have done that. And now I do more like when I feel like, um, when I feel something negative. So basically like if I don't wanna go to the studio or something like that, cause I'm just feeling lazy or it's cold there or whatever. Um, I'll pull out an affirmation like, I'm a, I'm a hardworking professional artist and I keep my promises to myself. So like affirmations don't have to be like this very formal thing. They can be just statements of who you wanna be and that encourage you to go in the right direction. So you can write your own. Um, so yeah, and then number 10, anchor in your why. So let go of any beliefs of art 
that art isn't important in the grand scheme of things and step into a new worthiness for your chosen profession by learning your own why for your art and for the existence of art in general in society. So I kind of had a bit of a crisis after, um, after graduation because I was like, but what if I'm not doing enough for society? I mean, like, you know, like doctors and like, you know, people who work in the Peace Corps and like, you know, I want to be contributing to society. And I had to um, do some really deep introspection and work around that and realize that like, and also I met a doctor who told me that without even like prompting, when I said that I was an artist, she was like, um, I think that that's more important than what I do. And I was like, really? <laughs> and she was like, yes, because, you know, I just, you know, I fix people's bodies and stuff, but, you know, you give, you know, artists give us things to live for. Um, so like, um, it, we enhance the quality of life for like everyone alive, you know, which is like no small thing. And also ideas are some of the strongest and most important things in the world um, for people, you know, for mental health, for, for just like the enjoyment of life and um, to remind us of what's important as well. So if you think that certain things are important to start incorporating that into your art and really, um, you know, go deep about why you want to be an artist, why art is important to society. Because if you don't feel like what you're doing is important, then um, you're not going to feel that integrity within yourself to put in those, those long, hard hours to make something great. So that's like, that's like the bedrock of actually what you should be, what you should dive into and, and feel good about before you um, make your masterpieces. Okay, and then embracing your fullness. And that is all about, all about releasing playing small for good and embracing your full expression of creative genius in your art career, not being afraid of exploring all the different avenues of creativity that you have within you. And then expanding exponentially, which is walking away from your past of not believing in yourself, if that is your past, and stepping forward into a bright new future with a clear pathway to achieving the goals for art that you've set while being grounded in a new confidence and an unshakable worthiness. So those are my 12 steps that I think that I went through with the help of, you know, other people, but um, it just really turned around my, um, my attitude in my art career. So now I understand if you're feeling a little overwhelmed by all of this, cause it sounds like a very long to-do list and it can be very intimidating and still feeling like all of this is too far away from where you feel that you are right now. But I totally understand. I know how you feel because I've been there in my artist career. And the turning point came a few years ago when I finished painting for the day in my studio and I just couldn't hold back the tears. And I ended up sobbing on the floor of my studio. I still remember this. And I, cause I just felt totally powerless to make anything happen in my art career. And I just felt stuck. And I just felt like all the markers of success that I saw my peers experiencing, um, it, they just seemed so out of my control. And I, I felt like all the doors were closed to me. And after letting it all out, I just couldn't feel any lower. <laughs> 
but something changed in that moment. And I kind of like took a step outside of myself and I made the decision to seek help. And I had been trying to figure it all out on my own, but I wanted to accelerate my growth. And this was um, post art school. I actually think that traditional art school um, can be very damaging to artists because it's a very competitive, you know, competitive atmosphere. It is not, um, you know, there's, you know, the public critiques and, you know, people tearing your work apart all the time. You know, it can cause like PTSD in people. Like it's, it's um, you know, it can cause a lot of damage for people. It's not a nurturing environment for most artists that I talk to. If you're going to, um, you know, like a master's degree program or even like a four-year um, bachelor's degree, it's very, um, very competitive and they don't address, um, you know, mental health either for artists, which is honestly half the battle. Cause if you don't believe that it's possible for you to succeed and truly succeed, if you don't believe it's possible that, um, you know, it's within your power to succeed, then you're not going to try. You're going to give up. You're just going to get a day job and get sidelines and, you know, that will be a thing that you did, you know, in your early career and you'll always look back on it. Even um, uh, Jerry Saltz, I don't know if you guys know who Jerry Saltz is, but he's a famous art critic and he um, recently wrote a book and in the book he tells about like how he was an artist at first and he found that he couldn't handle the criticism <laughs> of being an artist and um, and so he gave up because he, he just felt like it was too hard. Um, and I just think that that's a shame because I think that if, you know, more educational places put more, more practical kind of courses in place for artists, I think that that wouldn't have happened, you know, those kinds of things don't, don't happen. But um, anyway, so back to where I was. Um, so I felt stuck. Um, but I wanted to accelerate my growth and I felt like I needed a different kind of education. So I started taking courses and hiring coaches and reading books and going on this journey of really fearless self-discovery. I was just going to do whatever it took <laughs> um, to uncover what was holding me back from the success that I wanted as an artist. And I realized that the world was only reflecting back to me, my own uncertainty and feelings of unworthiness about my work. And I started to do the inner work by changing my attitude of victimhood to an attitude of empowerment. Like I can do this. Seeking approval from people in the art world to giving, to being the authority in my life and keeping my promises, especially to myself. Um, I went from procrastinating work to holding myself accountable and finishing what I started. I went from doubting things can ever change to taking strong steps of faith in the direction of your dreams. And faith is all about, you know, taking the actions and believing in something that you don't see the evidence for at all yet. But um, when you take strong steps of faith, you're literally, literally creating your future because when you move in the, a different direction then everything starts to fall into place, it's like magic. It's crazy. 
And I went from a student's more secondary posture, like, do you like it? You know, can I do this? Is this okay? To being a presence of authority about my own work and, um, you know, just believing that it, it's great, you know? Um, and then avoiding rejection by passing on great opportunities because I felt like I wasn't ready or I was afraid of feeling rejection. Um, to applying for what I wanted to experience. And, you know, I remember this one year when I decided to do this, I kept a list of um, a rejection list. I was like, I'm going to write down everything I was rejected from. And I had like over a hundred, you know, things on that list. But I also got into several high profile gallery shows. I won several things that year. And it was like these unexpected like wins that, you know, that it made up for it. So if you just put the wins in one document, it looks like a fantabulous year. But if you see all the, you know, the no's, that's what people don't see publicly, right? Um, and those are all the things you have to go through to get to the yeses. So it's about just like not taking it personally and just applying for it anyway. So speaking of, of about my career with frustration, to speaking of my career with pride and confidence, and then getting bitter about being passed over to genuinely feeling excited for another's success because we lift each other up and devaluing my work, you know, giving it away for discounts to holding the work I do as sacred and worthy of payment. And you can, you know, put whatever price sticker you want on your work, you know, people take their cues from you even galleries take their cues from you. Um, it's up to you to decide where you want to be in the art world. You know, you can have, you can price something for $600 or you can price something for $6,000, you know, and, you know, the world will just take that cue from you. So, um, so let's see. Yes. Um, fear of being seen in the world to fearlessly sharing my essence. So um, that's part of believing that you are worthy. You're worthy of taking up space in the world because you exist. You, um, you're, you're worthy of being here and expressing who you are. Um, and just believing that, yeah, believing that you are allowed to take up space. So when the inner world changes, the outer world totally follows suit. And I, when I started changing my inner attitudes, I started to see huge external shifts and the traction and happiness I felt inside of me started to be mirrored in everybody else around me. And I had a big solo show where I sold 11 pieces. I was featured in all these podcasts and art magazines. And I had two galleries asked to show me with them in New York City and California. And I had a show in the Hamptons and it was like an amazing breakout year. And it was literally all from it all started like before any of that external start, stuff happened. It was all about shifting my own beliefs of like what I was capable of and what I deserved. So it was really powerful. Um, but I would like to offer you two opportunities to work with me further. Um, I'll just describe them really quickly and then we'll have um, question and answer. So um, yes, there's two opportunities to work with me further if you found this helpful. Um, the first is a course, and it, this is a pre-recorded video course called Discovering Your Artistic Voice. So it's me talking just like this, 
And then there's like lessons and worksheets um, for you to fill out and for you to discover. Um, and the, the point of this is to crystallize your own unique artistic style so that people will recognize your work as yours when they see it. And it will help you narrow your focus to what is important to you in subject matter, stylistically, with mediums, everything. So it's an amazing foundational course for you know, someone who has absolutely no experience with art to you know, mid-career artists because it's not about you know, how you draw or paint. This is about like taking stock of what you wanna do and being very um, intentional with it. So it's great for any artist who wants to really hone in on getting specific about the direction you want to go in. And this course is $149.99. And for a limited time, I'm also doing 45 minute guidance calls over Zoom, just you and me about your art career um, how to get to the next level. So basically um, a private guidance call if you purchase this course as well. So you get that in addition to the pre-recorded video course, which I think is it's seven lessons. Um, and um, yeah, so, so then you'll also get, you know, a time with me over Zoom. So, and you can do that call before you start or halfway through or after you finish, you know, if you have questions, stuff like that. And then the next opportunity to work with me is my signature one-on-one -on -one coaching course, which is the Artist Soul Mastery Academy, which is a 12-week fully guided coaching program to transform your art career from the inside out. And in my three-month coaching program, we meet every week for an hour. It's called the Artist Soul Mastery, and I help artists like you realize your full potential by dismantling any negative beliefs and getting clear about what you want and creating structure and strategies in your art practice that will support the realization of your artistic dreams. And we'll have deep and transformative one-on-one -on -one live video sessions, introspective homework, challenging goals to set, and together achieve a new level of your art career. And the goal of that course is to create a new set of attitudes within you that will result in a authentic body of work. So we have a physical goal of creating 10 of your best pieces during the duration of the three months that we work together. And we want it to be aligned with your truest self and technically your best yet. And then you'll also um, be submitting that work to um, different opportunities that you will you know, research that you want to happen in your art career. So I basically help you move forward in your art career in a really meaningful way. And along the way, um, yeah, you'll be ready for high level opportunities. And more importantly, have a high level new mindset, which if you don't have the mindset, then any opportunities that are high level are not going to be attracted to you or last long because they won't feel like they're on the same level. Um, so yeah. And along the way, I'll be available for any nitty gritty questions on sales techniques for artists hosting open studios, website design, social media strategy, and more. So um, I totally believe in you. Um, if I can do it, so can you. And through coaching in the Artist Soul Mastery, you'll receive everything you need to elevate to the next level of your artistic career from the inside out. And the artists I've worked with have seen huge results 
art sales, new clients, brilliant ideas, and the pr priceless result of a hope renewed that their dreams are in fact totally possible and within their control. And so, um, it's, so it's made up of 12 one-on-one 60-minute -on -one Zoom coaching calls with me once a week, um, weekly in-depth worksheets, affirmations, and rituals to empower and elevate you, um, a weekly homework to transform your mindset and art practice, suggested reading list, text support between coaching calls, so I'll text and voice message with you, and a customized topic support relevant to your artistic goals, and the emotional support of having me as your advocate and brainstorming partner to help you achieve your dreams. And it is totally 100% confidential. Um, and along the way, yes, you'll be creating the new body of artwork um, for 10 artworks that mirrors your transportation. And you'll be also guaranteed a spot in an era contemporary gallery group exhibition. And so in just 12 weeks, you will have transformed your feelings about your art practice and be living with your most aligned and focused self as an artist. You'll have 10 new pieces that are your best yet and a newfound confidence that is unshakable because it's built from within. And you'll show up in life and professional settings as the highest version of the artist you are, which will result in more open doors. So um, the investment for that is $1,200, but payment plans are available. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a great program. <laughs> I've only had people go through it who had amazing results. So I would encourage you to listen to your heart. If this feels right for you and you believe in yourself enough to step into the artist you were meant to be, because I believe she's already inside of you or he's already inside of you. So yeah, I would encourage you to apply for a free call with me where I would love to connect with you to see if you'd be a good fit for the coaching course if you're interested in making that investment and for a limited time i am giving those artists who sign up for the artist soul mastery coaching also access to my course discovering your artistic voice for free so you get two for one um so that is pretty much it becky says i love how you know your worth even though you really are priceless that's so sweet um, that is true for all of you too. You guys are all priceless. And I think that's why artists have that difficulty pricing their work because it's, it's really like a piece of you. You feel like it's a piece of you. And um, yes, so, so we go through all that. I appreciate you guys staying with me. Um, I so appreciate it. Um, what are you guys working on right now in your studio? I would love to know. Are you working on a specific project right now. I am working on, um, I am doing a show in April and I'm working on 12 new paintings for that. So I just started the first one, but um, yeah, it's really exciting. All right, well, if there's no other questions, then um, I just wanna thank you from the bottom of my heart for staying with me today. And I hope this really encouraged you in helping you to access your artistic genius. It's totally doable, um, totally doable. So you can keep up with me on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio or Visionary Artist Salon. Or um, yes, you can join our mailing list at Visionary Artist Salon for free. Just go to the website 
and I, I send out like a weekly love letter to you all with like helpful tips and like thoughts about being an artist. Thank you guys so much. It was so, such an honor to spend this time with you. And I so appreciate it. You guys are the best. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon and have a wonderful rest of the night, okay? Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed listening, it would mean so much to me if you would give it a five-star rating. In fact, if you screenshot your rating and send it to me on Instagram at Visionary Artist Salon or at Jessica Libor Studio, I will give you a shout out as a thank you. I also wanted to let you know that I've created a gift for you from my heart that I'm so excited to share with you. It is a free guide called 30 Days to 3K, the definitive guide to authentically increase your art sales. In this 15-page guide, I share how I've created amazing results in selling my art online while retaining the worth of my art and feeling authentic. I'm sharing the process that has worked to get the results for me. All you have to do to get it is go to my coaching website, www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com and enter your email and it'll be delivered right to your inbox. I hope it brings you so much value and let me know how it works for you. For those of you who are ready to really transform your art career from the inside out to experience more abundance, creativity, and success, I encourage you to consider my completely personalized coaching program, the Artist Soul Mastery Program. In this one-on-one coaching program, my mission is to empower you to become the artist you've always dreamed of being by helping you remove internal blocks and step into the powerful and worthy artist that you are meant to be. For a limited time, I'm doing free 30-minute explore calls to find out if this would be the right fit for you. To apply for a call, visit the coaching website at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com or shoot me a DM at Visionary Artist Salon. I'm here to chat. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you soon. Remember that you are already worthy and everything you make is an expression of your unique spirit. Now go forth and create.